0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Growing Full Circle Podcast. I am your host, Dominique Skates. And as always, thank you for joining me today So today is going to be a special episode Um, As you heard in the last episode I was having a bit of trouble with communicating with my mother Because uh, she has been very sick for a while And recently uh, she has passed from this life And even prior to this, I've had so many plans for ways to honor my mother. And not simply because she was my mother, but because the path that I have chosen in life aligns so much with the things that she wanted for her life. And... I'm very proud to to be who I am and to enjoy the same things that she does. And I just wanted to thank her in in that way, because for a long time, I didn't realize how much game I was getting just from having her as a mother. And I was thinking How much she wanted to be this independent woman In a way where she chose to not have a funeral for herself And she understood the bigger picture in life And didn't want us to kind of worry about her And it made me think About this story and about another very important woman in my life, my great-grandmother. And her impact on both of us and the stories that my mother used to tell me. And I'm going to share this story here today on this episode. And it's one I'm also going to share with my niece Because I think it's important um, just to understand who my mother really was and how she got there. And it applies to who I am and how I got here and where I'm trying to go. So today's episode will be titled Monica Renee Skates and My Psychic Family. And without further ado... Let's get into it. So if I were to frame this as, let's say, a film, our story will begin as as it did in reality with me enjoying a memory of my mother and one of the earliest memories i have of a time that i was extremely proud of her and just i guess proud isn't the word it was admiration and and it so happened to be uh, at a reception after a funeral And it was the funeral of my great-grandmother And My great-grandmother Miss Hazel Nash Was Old when I was young That's the kind of thing about great-grandparents So I didn't know much about my life Her life Other than the things and the stories that I heard um, From others Um, But from My earliest memories, I spent a lot of time at her house. Um, She had one of those homes and was one of those people who always had a house full of people. And it was a house full of love, whether it was family members, distant family members coming to visit, people from the block. (laughs) Everybody knew about my great granny and she had this wonderful beautiful garden in front of the yard and this just big old fence and this huge backyard and a couple carports out back that led to an alley and the home it had this big old basement and my uncle used to live in there And this, like grand upstairs. And it was those bedrooms that you couldn't you couldn't go into. They was always shut. <laughs> it felt like, you know, being a, a rug rat. Venturing into this big house and there's rooms you couldn't go into. So you kind of made up a story in your mind. What was behind the door? That's how my great, my great grandmother's house always felt. grand adventure and the best part about it for me every time we ventured there was I knew I was going to (laughs) eat because they was going to throw down And as I got older and began to hear stories from my mother and, you know, see and experience the things happening around the house, I started to find out about the conversations, you know, that the adults were having. And back then, it was probably seen as taboo a little yeah I guess that is the the proper word I don't even hear that word expressed so much in in modern times because what's taboo at this point but back then you know psychics and readings and seeking answers from outside your from yeah from from a higher source you know those things were from the devil, you know. But all those people filling my my great grandmother's house, they would come for advice and wisdom. And as a as a child, I couldn't fathom how much energy that takes to have so many people come to you and and ask you to uplift them and hold them. And being the center of a huge family. So Miss Hazel Dash, I applaud you for holding it down till eighty-one years old and keeping my family together because you did that. But on Sunday, January 26, 2003 A newspaper article was released In the Indianapolis Star I still have it I went and pulled it out for this episode In the city and state section An 81 year old woman was burned seriously Saturday night in one of two near-northside residential fires during the day. Hazel Nash was found in her first-floor bedroom as firefighters fought the blaze at her residence in the 3100 block of Broadway Street. Neighbors said they heard an explosion about 8.15 p.m. The cause of the fire was um, not immediately determined. Nash was taken to Wishart Memorial Hospital. I remember going to the hospital, and then they told me my granny, my great grandmother, was dead. it was like damn that was one of those deaths that was like so what the family gonna do (laughs) you know my life felt like that movie soul food and I'm just looking around like yo who gonna take this mantle up And when we went to the funeral, excuse me, um, after the funeral at the reception, I saw all the people mourning and crying and, and, and just being really hurt, obviously. Everybody except one person. Ms. Monica Renee Skates. She was going around holding people's hand, helping them grieve, being a shoulder. And I had never seen my mother like that before. At home, my mother was very independent. Kind of to herself If she wasn't working two jobs She was resting So to see her Kind of be open In this way And to have that strength To hold everybody up I was like damn That's my mama So in my head, I'm like, okay, bet my mama gonna take us up, we're gonna be alright, we're gonna be straight. But those were my expectations. (laughs) That was not something my mother was interested in. And I say that for sure because we've had this conversation. (laughs) My mother had a different perspective on life than my great-grandmother. My great-grandmother was tired. It took a lot. It weighed on her to support people the way she did. And my mother didn't want that those burdens she wants to live her own life and from from what i saw and the things that she told me life just kept getting in the way and not to say that my mother stopped helping people after that day our house became filled with people looking for for answers. It just was a fraction of <laughs> the, the, the people going through my great grandmother's door. And even now it's I, I say that and, and not in a way where that's a bad thing or anything. It was simply a choice to not take on other people's life decisions. And... That's just who who she was. She didn't like taking pictures, you know. She was very much in the moment, living life type of person. She, my mother loved to be out, speaking to people, and she loved children. And it's weird as as a child to imagine, you know. How that that shift is from being at home to relaxing and still being this, this person who can come out of their shell when they're in an environment that they truly enjoy. And I saw that with my mother. And I realized how much I am like her. But I also... See how much. I am like my great grandmother. I always heard stories. About the conversations between my mother and my great grandmother. They shared their dreams. Their visions. I didn't get too much about it. Because I was so young and had no idea what to even talk about, to ask about, to understand. I'm not even sure how much they knew about living this spiritual life. As I have, over the past few years, have come to gain a great deal of information. I wish I could have had those conversations with my mother to see what knowledge she knew when she was here and you know what her life would have would have been you know if if there was some information that I could have shared in that way cuz I knew those things were important to her and uh, I feel those things were important to my great grandmother as well Um, And I wonder how her life would have been if she would have had the information that she didn't have at that time. But the revolving doors never stopped. And... It's awesome when people are able to be present for someone else and to offer wisdom or connections. And I love that about my family. And I've always had this very a strange relationship with my family. I feel like I was the black sheep even though I was loved. I just didn't know how to accept it in in the way because I have a vision of what humanity could be. Even though I didn't know how to express myself in that way and Being able to now say that I don't appreciate certain things and I can say it from a place of love. That's not something that I could have done. Obviously, as a kid, even though my gifts had already given me that information. It's a struggle that. I have experienced in my life and being connected to spirit the way that I have been and I wonder if my mother and my great-grandmother had those same hurdles in their life that they had to overcome mentally and understanding our gifts and our abilities. And I, I really feel as if that picking up the mantle in this way is more than just in this, in this reality, within this realm, I've been told about. Heritage and, and lineage and ancestry about the work we do in this life. I hear it commonly with people who do Reiki. They they feel as if they're not even moving their hands. It's as if themselves in a higher plane or in a different or in a different plane is guiding their hands to heal people in their body. I feel. As if I have accepted that, that journey from my ancestors to offer my experiences and the information that I receive in order to help and guide them in their life. So I am truly blessed. To to feel such connectness. Regardless of what happened in reality and in the physical, that love that I feel feel in my heart is it was it's there, it's always there, it's gonna always be there. And I I proudly will continue to represent my family and represent who gave me the information to grow and to enjoy life and help my family enjoy life. And then continue to spread this love and and be a light for people to find their way. And I honestly don't even need to thank you. I do things out the kindness of my heart and I'm going to always keep that energy. But it would be nice though, because I'm still human. And let's not forget that. So don't try to take advantage of me. (laughs) But seriously, thank you, Monica Renee Skates, Hazel Nash, everybody else who has supported me through my life. I truly am thankful for the journey and we're going to keep rocking out.